eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth. You're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Sunday, October 29th, and we are here answering financial questions every single day of the week. I know, it's crazy. If you've got something that's going on in your life, maybe you've got a big transition, maybe you're thinking about a big job change, whatever it is, give us a holler. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and once you complete the form, let us know if you would like to come on the air live with us. If you check that little box, Mark does everything else. And it's so much more fun when you come on live. Not only do we get to extract more information from you, but everybody wants to hear your story. You can change your name. Shh, we won't tell anybody. While you're on the website, check out all the content that lives there. We've got a free weekly newsletter. We've got the blog. You can check out the video section and resources. And of course, you can subscribe to Jill on Money Live, $35 for a year's worth of quarterly live webinars and lots of bonus content. You've got to check it out. And our upcoming webinar in December, year-end financial and tax planning. We got it going. Okay, right now, let's talk to Susan, who's on the line from New York. Hi, Jill. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm calling you because I'm looking for advice on how to preserve my IRA account uh, value. I'm 60 now and um, working, but working at a job earning much less. And I want to see what I could do to preserve that money and make sure that it's there when I need it for retirement. I love that you're still working because, you know, we've been getting a lot of people in their 50s who are not working. And I don't know, I am, you know, in the my mid 50s, I can't relate, but you're still working. Tell me, um, are you married, partnered, single? What do, you, what do you got in your life? I'm married. My husband is considerably older than I am. He is taking Social Security and working as he can, but I'm the main breadwinner in the family. Wait a minute. How much older? Uh, 11 years. Uh-oh. Tell him you're trading him in for two 35-and-a-half-year-olds. <laughs> he's a you great take, guy. He really all is. right, all right. So you love him. Big deal. Okay. So he's retired. He collects Social Security. How much is his Social Security? Um, it's about 18000 a year mm-hmm. because he took it early. But he does work as well when he can contract work. Okay. And how much, approximately, how much does he bring in? 
Um, so it was about 23K altogether. All right. Now you said you're working, you're making less money. How much are you earning? This year I will earn about 75K. Now tell us a little bit about your savings between the two of you. So let's do you first. You mentioned you have an IRA. So how much is in your IRA account? The IRA is worth about uh, right now about 820. Great. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does your husband also have an IRA? He does. His is about, I believe, um, 120 right now. Okay. Any money that's not in retirement assets, like just a plain old taxable account? A small uh, regular investment account of about 15K emergency savings. We're just starting to build that back up again. It's about 12K right now. Okay, great. Now, when you said, you know, you're making 75 and last year, let's say he made 40-ish, can you guys live on that? Do you believe that you could actually kind of count on that as far as your 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 future needs? What, what do you think is going on for your retirement needs? Well, I think that it's a squeeze. Um, it's hard to say because we've been living the last couple of years on less. Mm. Um, and after tax, it you know, there's quite a bit taken out out of the 75K. So I think we might need more than that, uh, more than what we're earning right now. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And what's your intention in terms of retirement age-wise? I plan to work till at least 65, um, hopefully longer. And if you look at the 75 now, are you making retirement contributions or can you not afford to right now? That's a great question. Right now, I haven't been, and the company I'm working for does not currently have a match. So I'm pretty much just working with what I have in that account already. I'd like Mm -hmm. to start contributing at some point, though. Mm -hmm. So let's go and do like big picture stuff. House is worth how much? House is probably worth at least six fifty. Okay. Is there a mortgage remaining on it? Yes, for two seventy five, and the um, the rate is two point eight five. Good God. And is we, that a 15 or a 30? It's actually a 20. Okay. And um, when you look at your current allocation of these two retirement accounts, this is about a million bucks, which is great. What are you invested in right now? Who's managing it? Are you doing it yourself? What What's going on? Yeah, I'm doing it myself. And I would say I'm probably not great at it. I'm doing okay. But uh, there's a lot in tech. There's some in diversified um, funds. But I'm wondering if I should diversify further, get into bond funds or international funds. Mm -hmm, Also mm -hmm. thinking about the future and access to this money, you know, thinking about should I do a Roth conversion at some point so I have liquid money that's not going to be taxed later. Just wondering about all those. Mm, You got a lot going on, girly. Okay. So first thing is um, when you look at your full retirement age, what is the social security benefit that you would be entitled to approximately? Well, the full retirement age is 67 and that would be about 2650 a month. Okay. 2650 a month. All right. You will have about $32,000 in your social security and added to his 18,000. That gives you 50 grand a year. And what you're saying to me is you actually need you know, you need more than that. Um, it sounds to me like you think you might need like, you know, at least another 50 or 60 grand a year to manage your lifestyle. Is that right? It's just hard to say once I'm, if I move, it'll probably reduce. Yeah. Um, But if we stay, probably so. Yeah. Okay. 
Because here's the problem, as I see it. You asked a simple question, and uh, you see, this is why it's so good to come on the air with us. Because your problem is not an allocation question. It's an actual total amount that you have available for retirement question. You know, when I look at a million-dollar portfolio, and presuming you don't pull anything out, although he will be forced to start pulling some money out, let's pretend that you were able to get a million and a half bucks by the time you're 67. Okay, now at that point, I would suggest that you probably could only pull out about three, maybe three and a half percent a year, okay? Now, that would give you an extra 45, 50 grand a year. The problem, of course, is that that number that I'm giving you is taxable. So it's not going to give you the same amount of money that you were truly seeking. So I think there's a couple of things here. One is that if possible, um, what I would really encourage you guys to do is to save, save, save. I'm more concerned with you guys actually having money in um, liquid savings. So having that emergency reserve fund build back up, like you said you were doing. The investment account, the 15 grand, what's in there? Um, just one stock that's doing really well. Apple. Like what? Well, you, you have okay. So you have Apple. So you're never going to sell that. You'll die with that. Um, and so I want that emergency reserve fund to be built up. I mean, you got to have like fifty grand in there by the time you retire. There's no doubt in my mind. Okay. Now, in terms of the money that you have invested, where is that money held? Is that at a big fund house? Where, yeah. where do you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that like a Vanguard Fidelity ish kind of place? TD. TD. TDA. Okay, great. So I think that what you're going to need to look at is, you know, how am I going to invest my million bucks today and try to be more reasonable in the risk that I take? Because if that million dollar portfolio just ends up being, you know, uh, one, one and a half, which I think is possible. That's great. But if at the moment you're about to retire, it's not one and a half, it's one, two, because we're in the middle of a bear market, that would be really bad. Here's the choices for you. I think that you could probably take the money that's in the retirement account, the two accounts, and try to really plan for a little bit more of a balance. So if it's like mostly in stock and stock mutual funds, then I would really be looking and saying, first of all, individual stocks, probably not the smartest thing for you right now. And if you've made a ton of money, fantastic. Take the gain and move on because it's not taxable to you, right? You're just going to do it inside the retirement account. And then I would think that you really have to start looking at if you are truly like 100% stocks, like I'd love to get you more to at least a 70-30, which is a great growth portfolio. So I think that you should be working towards that. Now, you could add a bond fund, you know, an intermediate term bond fund, but whatever money you think your husband's going to need to take out at age 72 for his required distribution, that money has to be in cash at the age when, when he is 72, then that money has to be in cash. Okay, so you can't be messing around with that. So in some respects, his portfolio should be lower risk than yours. And then I think the real question is, there's a ton of money in this house. Knowing where you live, I don't think that that value is going down. I think what is most likely for you guys would be that you're working at least to your age 65, hopefully 67, if you still like what you're doing. If your cash flow allows, I'd like you to beef up that emergency reserve fund first. 
then start using any sort of retirement account. And frankly, I don't really care. I am fine with you putting money into the IRA. You could probably do a Roth IRA just because your income is not. I mean, it's funny. It's like you're not in a high bracket, but you do live in New York. So you get I know you get hammered in some respects, but you're in the 22 percent tax bracket, you know, between all of your income. That's fine with me. If you want to make that a Roth, that's fine. It's not imperative. Um, What's most imperative is that you keep working and save. And then I think that you're going to really be an interesting place because I think if things are way better than expected and you stay in touch with us and, you know, all of a sudden it's a few years from now and you're like, Jill, you're such a Debbie Downer. My million dollars is 1.4. I'm making a ton of money. Life is good. And I really want to retire when I'm 65. And then we can we can talk about that. On the other hand, if it's the downbeat scenario, then you might say, you know what? I don't want to retire yet. And if you're willing to do that, if you feel good about that and you're willing to say, you know, I might have to work a little bit longer. 67 maybe is the right age. Maybe that is the right age. And I think that you're going to be, I think you're fine. Like you have the assets. It's a question of like the wants. If you love living in this house so much and in this area so much that you really want to make it work, you're going to work longer. And if you're like, you know what? I had it. You're not going to move to Florida, but you're going to move to, uh, I don't know, someplace that's cheaper. Or you're just going to downsize. You might say, uh, you know, I live in a really nice suburban house and uh, I'm going to move a little bit outside of the this area and pay lower property taxes. And just instead of being in a six seven hundred thousand dollar house maybe i'll move into a four hundred thousand dollar nice condo and then you'll have that cash available but we need a little bit more of liquid assets to help get you where you need to go if you've got a financial question all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com which i'm sure is bookmarked at this point in your life jillonmoney.com click the contact us button we'll get your note mark does everything about arranging to get you on the air live it's very easy to do All right. We want to thank you so much for listening and we hope that you will lift someone up today, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity forming strong teams to support them. Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.